DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Time to talk Arizona football with Jed Fish, the head coach of the Wildcats. Coach, thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Sorry I wasn't able to do it uh, at the media day. My voice uh, wasn't cooperating with me back then. Well, Coach, if you would have been at media day and we were down there, we broadcast all day. College football up in Salt Lake City is huge, as you can imagine, particularly with the Utes getting into the Pac-12. But you would have gone face-to-face as somebody who's one of your own because this is PK, and I got extensive roots in North Jersey to the point, Coach, my sister, two, I got two older sisters, one went to Morris Catholic High. I'm sure you're very familiar with that. Yeah, wow. Well, Coach, I'm not going to stop there. My other sister, Hanover Park High School. No way. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. From Hanover uh, all the way to Utah, down to Tucson. It's like a big triangle. That is a big triangle. That's awesome. That is awesome. My mom still lives there. Oh, cool. uh, Yeah. She lives in Morristown still. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, before you think that you and I can be friends, you did what most people in Jersey do. You went to Florida. My parents, between 8th and ninth grade, they decided to move to Arizona. And here's where the bad news comes in, Coach. I'm an Arizona State grad. Oh, boy. That's when I thought we had something going. You know, I, I, thought that, I thought we had a chance there, and now... I don't know what we do anymore. <laughs> well, I just had to set the ground rules ahead of time. So we're sort of brothers, but then we had a, we kind of went our separate ways. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's okay, though. That's all right. We'll, we'll figure out what we can do to make it work here <laughs> um, and, and see if we can uh, help you guys out a little bit with what's going on with the football. I'm curious what it's like for you trying to uh, fit in in Arizona, figure out how things are. I mean, it's something you have experience with. I look at your resume, and you've spent about a quarter of a century bouncing to every corner of the country. You've, uh, you've coached in Florida, you in, in college and the pros. Most recently, you were at the Patriots. I think people are aware of that. You've been in the middle of the country coaching at Michigan. You've been out to UCLA. So is this second nature to you? Do you have to go in somewhere and figure out a new place and new people? <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, the easy part is for me, um, it's obviously always more challenging for my wife and kids um, as they don't have the – really the ability to just kind of lock yourself in an office and be around you know, a bunch of football coaches and have immediate friends. Um, they have to actually do the hard work and meet friends and go to school. And um, my, you know, my wife has to meet parents of kids and other people in the community and find doctors, et cetera. But, um, you know, we have, we have done it a, a few times and uh, we've been on different teams at different universities or different professional teams and, um, we've really enjoyed our moves. We've enjoyed our time and meeting new people. We always feel that's a huge benefit for our own kids. Um, that when they're when it's all said and done, you know, I've been an offensive coordinator in the ACC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the NFL. Um, so, and I've coached in uh, all those conferences as well as the SEC. So, you sit there and you're like, you know, you girls are going to have a lot of opportunities in life. And uh, you should know somebody from some walk of life somewhere along the line. So I've been following Arizona football along with the Sun Devils, obviously, and the whole Pac-12 since they went to 
from uh, the two Arizona schools went into the Pac-10 back in the late 70s. As I watched the football team last year, you know, with the rivalry game, that, that got away, obviously. But as I look at the Arizona game with the USC, man, that was right down to the end. And if, uh, the Trojans were fortunate, very fortunate to get out of there. I saw Plummer play a little bit, Bandy. And so I know there's some talent there. What type of talent do you have going into this season to be able to be competitive as far as what you're looking for? Yeah, well, you know, there, there's two things to that. The first thing is we certainly, um, you know, we really were a minute and a half away, down three or up three points against yeah. SC, 30-27 or whatever it might have been. Had a chance to make an interception at the end of the game. Didn't do it. Uh, don't don't win the game. But I, I think there's a feeling of competitiveness for sure at that moment in time. Uh Whatever happened throughout the rest of the year, I was not really aware of that. I wasn't here. Um, what I do know, though, is we've got some good returning players. We also brought in 18 transfers. Um, so we hit the transfer portal pretty hard. Um, 18 of our 117 players transferred in. Seven of our, let's call it, starters on defense uh, transferred in from other programs. Um, so... We kind of we're not going to look very similar to the team of last year, and then on uh, in terms of our personnel defensively, offensively, I think we you know our quarterback Gunnar Cruz transferred in from Washington State. He and Will Plummer will serve some time. Um, our running back, we've got um, you know Michael Wiley returning, but then we've also brought a couple freshmen that have, that are competing, and then we brought a running back in from Northwestern that transferred in, who was the leading rusher at Northwestern. And then we've got a tight end that transferred in from UNLV. And um, then we've got all of our receivers have returned. So I do believe that uh, the team won't look exactly the same as it looked in the past. So, and you mentioned all the starters on defense that have transferred in. The, the rep, and reps aren't always accurate, but there's usually some truth to them. The rep on Arizona was, no matter what they did on defense, it doesn't matter if you don't make the tackle, and they just missed too many tackles. Have you, have you made that a major emphasis here out of the gate? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that was the rep. But what I did know was, um, you know, when you come from working for Bill Belichick, you understand the importance of fundamentals, and you understand the importance of tackling. And uh, we practice tackling every day in the NFL, so we practice it twice every day here in college. So we are um, we're tackling Jesse's. And we do everything we can to to practice tackling, to drill tackling, to work on tackling, and to do every to become good tacklers. Now, until you actually go against another team, and until you're tackling live every play, all the things that go go into it, you'll never know. But we got to build it the right way. We got to build it with you know a tough physical mindset, and that's going to come from. you know, no one had to tackle and no one had to run the football. And if you can run the ball and stop the run, you got a chance to be pretty physically tough. Oh, yeah, that's that's been Kyle Whittingham's uh, mantra for literally his whole life, I think since he came from the womb, run the ball and stop the run. So we know all about that. He's drilled that into our heads. And we've been doing this show almost 20 years, so we've been on the radio as long as he's been a head coach here. We understand that. You talk about splitting time with these quarterbacks, and obviously you got BYU, you got Utah later in the season, but you got the Cougars, who we also cover intensely here in our market, and you got them right off the bat. When you say you're going to split time with the quarterback, do you have a set plan You can, or take it how it goes? Um, you know, there's a 
let's call it like an overall outline of how we can, you know, make it work. Um, this is not the first time that I've been on a team that's done that. Uh, we did it at Florida when we won the SEC championship in 2000 um, with Jesse Palmer, Rex Grossman. Did it in Florida when we um, came in. I think we beat the number one team in the country in Florida State with Noah Brindice and Duck Johnson alternating reps. Um, and then there, we did it at Michigan in 2016 in our first game with John O'Corn and Wilton State. Uh, I think what it just comes down to is we just need to make sure that um, the person that's starting we're most comfortable with, I don't want them looking over their shoulder and thinking that they're named the starter and if thing doesn't go well, all of a sudden they're benched. Um, I don't think that's the right way to handle that. I think it's a much better situation when you have two guys that both competed really hard and let them both go and let them both see how it goes and we'll take one game at a time. So I read a story that said that um, you really, this was kind of plan B, you would have rather picked somebody, but you didn't feel like you could look the guys in the eye and explain to them what the difference was. So, yeah, you know, I, I just felt as if it was a situation that it was easy to tell the person who the starter was. The problem was telling the guy why he wasn't the starter. And I, you know, when you don't really have a great reason, I just don't feel like you should do it. Uh, you know, we're in year one here, and we're building trust and respect for one another. Um, we talk about, you know, respect being our number one value here. And I, I just didn't feel like, you know, going there and just telling about because I said so or because I felt that way was a good enough reason. And I just, um, I, I, I feel like we're, We've got two young players. They both have four years of eligibility left, and each. And we also are um, we're in year one, and I just feel it's more important right now to do what I would consider the right thing than just what I would have considered the easy thing, and just name a guy. So, because of my association with Arizona, I got forty years in this thing, and I can I can recite all the good things and the bad things. And one of the things, and it's the Devils have struggled with it too, and I harp on it a lot. It's the in-state recruiting. I mean, I can look at the quarterback at Oklahoma, Iowa State, Oregon, Texas Tech. Those guys, Ohio State's got one. They're all kids within the state. And it's hard to keep these kids. Now, I understand you got a four-star linebacker commit. I know you can't talk about it the other day out of California. I think you got like 15 commits so far, something along those lines. Or maybe 22 commits. I don't, I don't remember. I read when I read the story. But you got a lot of commits. Uh, a lot yeah, of enthusiasm. 15, yeah. A lot of enthusiasm. You managed to have a bunch of students out at the uh, game. You brought back the alumni and Teddy Bruschi and a couple of guys on your staff. How do you think all of that is going to be able to translate into be able to keep kids home? Because there's a lot of talent in this state, as I'm sure you know. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. And it's become a huge priority for us. Um, of the guys that have transferred to us, um, I think seven of them are from the state of Arizona that have come back um, from, you know, Drake Anderson to Gunnar Maldonado to Jason Harris to um, Alex Lines to Gunnar Cruz. Um, and then there's, I'm sure there's some others that I'm, you know, not popping in my head right now that have got Rossi Hodges and that have transferred back here um, from the state. We also obviously are attacking recruiting pretty hard in the state um, currently. We both of our quarterbacks, uh, Gunner and Will, are from the state of Arizona. Um, Gunner went to Washington State, came back. Will came here immediately, 
Um, but we we need to do it. There, there's no reason, you know, there's no reason not to go to Arizona if you're from Arizona. Um, you know, if you're going to pick a state school, if you're going to go to a state school, why wouldn't you go to a state school in your state? It's a lot easier for your parents. Um, your parents don't have to fly. Your parents don't have to rent a car. Your parents don't have to rent a hotel room or get a hotel room. Um, you get to be the person that waves the flag for this university. And if we can turn this thing around, get to a Rose Bowl, and you're the when you want to when you're done with football and you're going to go back and live in Arizona, you could be part of the you know class that won the Rose Bowl. If you go win a Rose Bowl with another team, you know at another institution, then no one's going to really care when you come back to the state of Arizona. They're going to ask you why you didn't go to Arizona. So that's what our mentality is, and that's what our you know that's what we're selling. And um, we got guys like Rob Gronkowski and Teddy Bruschi and. Um, on board with us, and that hasn't been really easy. We hired Chuck Cecil and Ricky Hunley and Brandon Sanders, and um, we feel really good about you know the energy and the enthusiasm around the program. The Gronk stuff was uh, genius. Congratulations on that. That was brilliant. We could. Uh, we know you got another commitment. You got to run. Uh, PK could talk Jersey with you for the next. Well, half in the hour. meantime, we'll go that. Hornets, right, Coach? <laughs> go Hornets. And I mean, is it is it a diner for you? Is it a pizza spot? What, I mean, what, what's your favorite place about? What's your favorite thing about Jersey? Oh, he wants to go. Oh, down. Jersey! Oh my God! Well, my mother's Italian, so that ought to tell you. Uh, yeah, well, it's certainly the Italian food. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> I, I got, I'm cut from the Parcells clone. My father was all Irish, grandmother all Italian, and they met uh, down in the Oranges. So uh, anything along those lines, or or heading down to the boardwalk and picking up a cheesesteak. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for your time. Uh, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. There's Arizona's football coach, Jed Fish. He joined us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah's in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Did you ever notice how for such a small state there's so many of us? Yes, and I've noticed how many of you have left. Everybody wants out. Everybody can get out. That's not true. Getting out. That's not true at all. There's Jersey people everywhere. They're all leaving. That's not true. It's not true. More replace them. I get that. It's not true at all. That is not true at all. You got to go where work is, and I'm I'm 13 years old. So sorry, Ma. I'm staying behind. (laughs) You didn't go back. You've been an adult. I didn't have a job. Did you try to get one? I tried all over the country. The Bergen record? All over the country. I delivered the uh, Morris County daily record. There was a bunch of records. And when I was a kid, They're I had all that by the paper. same people? I don't know that, but uh, probably it sounded like it would have been. Yeah. But for And they had and Bergen is a county. That's where I think Woj worked. Uh, Woj. Yeah, he's got Jersey roots. All right, DJ and PK, when we come back... Breaking news, PK. We'll get to that coming up. Well, I think it's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Who just who just got uh, let go? Parted ways is the euphemism being used. We'll get to that next. Stay with us.